In old school games, life is cheap. Don't be a dope. Bring your pole, oil, and rope. And try not to go down in a heap. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Down on a Heap podcast. I'm your host, Rob, broadcasting to you from beautiful northeast Minneapolis, which has become a meat locker. As I do this podcast, it is 27 degrees below zero with a wind chill of 52 degrees below zero. So, yeah, fun stuff. But to give you a, a glimpse into how crazy weather is in Minnesota, the forecast for this Saturday is 38, and Sunday they're saying it might be mid, mid-40s. mid So if you factor wind chill, it could be a 100-degree turnaround at least in the way it feels outside uh, in a matter of days. So, yeah, Minnesota's great. Gotta love it. So this is episode number 14. Um, Didn't get many listens to my last episode, so I don't know if people are kind of losing interest in the podcast or maybe the subject matter wasn't appealing to them. But I did get a call in from Tim Shorts, so let's hear what Tim has to say. Hey Rob, just finished listening to your episode about keeping your mind open to different options and fighting your inner grognard. And I find myself struggling with that right now. And what the interesting thing about it is it's, it's with an old school science fiction game, Traveler. My friend just started a Traveler game and I'm not liking it. I just, I forgot how much, I really like the character generation. That's a whole fun game in itself. But when I got when it comes down to the actual play and using the rules, it's just sort of like ah, ah, you know. And it and I don't think it's because I don't like science fiction games because I I do I think I don't play them enough I guess. But sometimes the some of the rules that they have for them just I want to bang my head off the table, but I just have to remember I'm here to have a good time. I think, <laughs> but good episode, Rob. I understand, Tim. I've been there plenty of times, too. And I think the best thing you can do is what you're doing. You give it a shot. You you try and play a game. I usually try to give some new game or, you know, any campaign at least two or three chances. And if after that I'm just not feeling it, it's not making me happy or or interesting or whatever the case may be, then I'll just bow out and let the... Let the GM know that this isn't really my cup of tea, and they, you know, I don't think anyone should really be offended by that. Everyone has their own tastes, and like I said, and I've said many times, or at least in my rules of gaming, uh, you know, life is short. Play the game you want to play. Everyone's got a limited amount of discretionary time, and you should fill it how you want to fill it. And you don't, I don't think anyone needs to apologize for not liking a game system or topic or game style, whatever you want to call it. I I kind of feel the same way about some genres. I've never played a superhero game because I just don't like superhero genre um, stuff and I don't watch any of the movies. It, it just doesn't interest me at all. And maybe I'm being too dismissive, but I, I just know I'd probably be wasting my time and wasting the other people's time. And like sci-fi, I gave... 
Warhammer 40k a try. One of the guys was uh, running that in our Monday group, um, and you know it it looks all right on paper, and the system seems like it would be all right. I've, I've played Warhammer Fantasy Second Edition and like that, but the setting is just so grim, dark, and so hopeless, and it, it just feels like what's the point? Why are we even? playing this it it just did not resonate with me at all and and I do like you know dark fiction and gritty stuff but this was just kind of beyond the pale where you're just a a pimple on the the butt of some uh inquisitor and you're a lap dog being told what to do or at least that's how I felt when we were playing it and that doesn't seem like the stuff of uh enjoyable adventure gaming to me but, yeah, as far as battling the inner Grognard and stuff, I I think it's, it's not something where I just deny my tastes and opinions and things that I've formed over 35 whatever years of gaming it is that I've done. And I agree, I think you should, you know, I, as I said in the last episode, I think you should expose yourself to new ideas and... Uh, and new approaches and new game systems and things and play with as many people as you can because you usually learn things by playing with new people and especially playing under a, a different DM. But I think also that things have kind of gotten out of hand with the expectations that are placed on GMs now and and doesn't seem like people really are holding players responsible for how things turn out either and I don't know where I'm going with this but hold on a minute warning strong opinion looming so I was planning on doing a totally different topic today, but this reply to Tim got me thinking about stuff that's just been rolling around in my head lately. And it's kind of cropped up a little bit on the Audio Dungeon Discord channel and in a lot of podcasts over the years, I've, I hear a lot of things that get repeated and recycled, concepts that boil up and bubble around what a DM's responsibilities are and expectations and what you should be doing at the table as a, as a GM. And I think it's almost becoming a little bit self-referential and it all seems really understandable and agreeable. Like, yeah, you should do this. This seems like a, a totally reasonable thing that a DM should be doing. And but you start adding up all these expectations and, you know, at what point is a DM's work done? And at what point do you become more focused on the fact that you're all playing a game and it's not a game plus some kind of delve into your own psyche or something and... and some kind of self-help session and confessional session and I don't know what. But 
I mean, I'm having a hard time here, and I'm this is totally unscripted, and I'm just going to be rambling, and and hopefully I come up with some kind of cogent point here. But first, let's let's look at the whole title thing. I mean, it started out as a referee or a judge, right? I mean, and to me, that conjures up that role in sports, and that's to adjudicate the rules and to be unbiased in who you rule for. And that's always how I've thought a GM, dungeon master, game master, judge, referee, castle keeper, whatever they're calling them in the game, that's their their role. They're, they shouldn't be trying to you know, favor one side or the other, the NPCs and monsters or the players. And it seems like it's definitely veered off more towards lately that GM philosophy is like, root for the players and give them the benefit of the doubt and ties go to the players and all that. Rule of cool. There's all these different things that um, seem to be stressing to really root for the players. And and I don't go for that. I, I think the, the GM should be neutral, unbiased, trying to run a game that has an aspect of reality and verisimilitude and and things don't always go the way of the heroes or the protagonists in a story and sometimes just crazy crap happens to you and yeah so and the other thing so at other points is you know, the DM involves far more time, creativity, and money that they pour into the game. I mean, shouldn't they kind of have a little bit more say in what goes on in the game they're running? It seems to me that when the players, at least in my experience, don't really put much into the game beyond showing up and hopefully being creative and fun at the table and running their character how they want to run it. That's where their responsibilities end. They don't, aside from maybe buying a player's handbook or something, which a lot of them don't do either, um, and reading up on the rules, which most of them don't do, and reading up on the background notes and things like that, which most of them don't do, they're just there having fun, and that's fine. We're all playing a game. But the DM is almost always, in my experience, doing the lion's share of the work. But when you listen to podcasts and read blogs and forums and whatnot, you start hearing all these things where a DM's described more as a facilitator. Um, where they're expected to give every player their own spotlight, keep everyone involved in the game, make sure everyone has a voice and room to be creative, and look around the table and make sure everyone's staying engaged in the game, and say yes or yes and to what the players want, and it's collaborative storytelling, and Everyone has a creative bent, and you've got to let them explore that. And um, 
They all have their own backgrounds that they want you to work into the story and explore that and their character motives and they want all the player agency. They can't have their hands bound or by some table or something that that takes away their agency and even if they have a choice like in a carousing table or something you don't carouse if you don't want to suffer the consequences or benefits but at what point is the dm's job done at what point are you going to stop heaping responsibilities on the dm and making it all about them and isn't it enough that they create a setting and create good adventures anymore that they've also they're also primarily responsible for everyone's fun at the table they're somehow the host at at some kind of party or something and have to be making sure everyone's having a good time at what point are the players responsible for their own fun um at what point are the players invested in the game as much as the DM and the DM needs to have more fun probably than anyone at the table or it's not going to happen. And I, I'm going to say some really impolitic things, I suppose here, but you know, gamers are not created equal. Some are more creative than others. Some are more fun and entertaining than others. Some come up with much better plans I mean, hopefully all of them find an, a niche or a, a way to contribute to the game, but bottom line is some players deserve more attention than others. Some players um, will speak up more. Some don't put in any effort. They'll just show up and look at their phone, and maybe you could say, well, you're being a d bad DM if, if people are looking at their phones or wandering away from the table or whatever. Um, but, you know, if they're not enjoying themselves, they shouldn't come. Or if they can't focus on a game for a couple hours or read up um, on their spells or something, you know, I don't, there's only so much a DM can do, I, I guess, is my point. And one thing that turned in my mind as I was talking to or replying to Tim, it just popped in my mind that, look, I, I worked in uh, electronics and a machine shop for a long time and got laid off and had to go into the retail biz and had my first exposure to customer service. And I almost get the feeling like a lot of people think that the players are the DM's customers or something and that the customer is always right and you need to keep the customer happy. And first off, in retail, that's a bunch of BS because there are a lot of unreasonable <laughs> customers with a lot of unrealistic expectations. And, you know, 90% of them, 95% of them are either neutral or a pleasure to deal with, but that 5 or 10% ruin your whole day. And it's the same way with, with players and gamers in general. Um, they're not your customers, they're your fellow gamers, and everyone should be at the table, pulling their own weight, 
making it fun for everyone, not coming to just be entertained by someone else. If you're a spectator, you know, maybe you should just grab a coffee and pull up a seat and watch then instead of actually, you know, going through with the charade that you're playing in the game. Um, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm, uh, if last week I was wrestling with my inner grognard, maybe this week I'm, I'm unleashing it a little bit, but I just, I try to see the point of view that, that a lot of these people are coming from about being more open and saying yes and all that, but there are some things that just, it just doesn't work that way. It's fine for game, for theory on, on group interactions and, and how to motivate people or, or understand where people are coming from, but it is just a game we're playing here. And yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a weird game. It's a game that the rules for what they are, aren't really followed or as procedural or it's not as, it's not competitive so it's a completely different game than sports or a board game or something. I mean, can you imagine a, watching a baseball game where the rules were different for each team or uh, or the ump could arbitrarily decide that uh, today we're just going to say all foul balls count as a third strike. Um, you know, they can't do that. Um, there'd, be a, there'd be a riot. Uh, by the fans and by the the opposing team, um, and I sometimes think that when you don't have that competitive aspect in the game, that maybe uh, you lose something. And I don't know how to introduce it into role playing games, and I'm not even really suggesting that it should be there because you know you you really don't win or lose in in D and D or any other adventure game uh you you i guess you win by wanting to play again and everyone probably has a different reason for like i've said before and i'm being captain obvious everyone has a different reason to want to play and what they're getting out of it but i don't know if placing all this on us on the on the DM is doing anyone any favors because I, I also hear podcasts and read blogs and posts about DMs having all this performance anxiety and stuff too. And it's no wonder the more you listen to some of these things, the more pressure is heaped on you. And it's not just you're going and having a few laughs with uh, your friends and stuff. It's now, Oh, you should really be doing all these things. And and if you're not, you're somehow shortchanging your players and you have to keep them invested in the game. And I don't know. Um, I've probably just getting into a cycle of repeating myself here. So I'll sign off now. And I, I hope I haven't uh, offended any of you or somehow made a fool of myself here. Um, my intent is just to kind of question some of the what what seems to be becoming common practice or expected practice with a lot of GM style and stuff now and I just 
think there should maybe be a little bit of pushback against those expectations and that the players should be shouldering much more of the responsibility of the table and they need to be their own motivators and um, they need to come to the game wanting to contribute and make it a better game too. It can't, it's not all one person and, you know, it's no wonder, like I said, that there's performance anxiety, that there's DM burnout, um, and really, I think mo- the best the best thing a player can do to understand is to walk a mile in the shoes and and run your own game for a while. And and if you don't do that, um, yeah, I guess you'll never really understand it completely. But uh, all right, that's enough. See you later. Don't go down any heap.